This is the Rich Eisen Show. I don't feel we have carped on Trey Lance National. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I don't think we are part of the national media that I has think, been critical of Trey Lance. I think no. we've been one of the few shows who is pro. The Rich Eisen Show. Because we, we just want to see him play. Earlier on the show, Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett. Senior writer for The Athletic, Vic Tafer. Still to come, UCLA Athletic Director, Martin Jarman. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air right here on the Roku channel. If you missed any of the first two hours, Vic Tafer of The Athletic, who covers the Raiders, talking about what is happening between the team and Josh Jacobs and when he might come in from the cold and what is happening with the team and Devontae Adams and why he's felt uh, somewhat of a... Uh, he's been a little bit cold on the, uh, on the Raiders uh, on occasion. Um, what's going on there? And then hour number one, Tyler Lockett of the Seahawks. We re-air as soon as this hour is over on Channel 210. We do that all the time, and then we'll re-air throughout the weekend. Then we're back on Monday. Uh, Martin Jarman, the athletic director of UCLA, will be uh, in studio shortly. And I'll just ask him point blank, well, why'd you destroy the Pac-12 personally? <laughs> Personally, Personally. <laughs> you're putting it no, on I'm him. Just kidding, no, <laughs> oh, there's seven other schools that have bolted. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, at any rate, no. Uh, there's obviously lots to talk about with the uh, the athletic director of UCLA. He'll be here shortly. Um, and to make sure that you, Chris, are focused, yes. you, TGA, are focused, mm-hmm. and this is somewhat germane. We can do this live on the air right now. Okay. You are currently on the clock in the uh, oh, best ball we, that, yeah. uh, fantasy league right. that Joe LaTrulio, our Monday guest in studio, he's the commissioner of. So we, ju- we just made our pick. right about that, Rich. Uh, oh, I, hold on a minute. You had a choice. You had a, you had a we choice. We just made our pick. Wait, Paul Rudd is now on the clock. Okay. Oh, well, he, Again, he's in Romania, so that might take a while. I understand. Would you um, like to announce? Uh, who you already him? had Bijan Robinson. You Bijan, had Nick Rich. Chubb. Bijan. You had D- Bijan yeah. uh, Robinson, Nick Chubb, and Debo Samuel. Debo. And you had a choice of the top players currently available: Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Amari Cooper, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, T.J. Hawkinson. Um, you chose Justin Fields. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Okay. We're all in on that train. We like what he could do with his so arm you and feel, his legs. Got to have a top flight quarterback in this league and fields. What he does with his feet. He has guaranteed us fourth. He texted me personally in the break. Guaranteed 4,000 yards not. passing. Oh, God. Fields could go for 5,000 total yards, 40 touchdowns. Yeah. I'm a believer. Rich, I can feel it. We swapped information at the Super Bowl, so Justin's now going to keep us yeah. direct. Oh, yeah, he's how keep, about that? Keeping intact. We didn't. I we, didn't. We, we, <laughs> did. we did. Okay. And I just want to root for the kid. No, hey, he is one to root for. Yeah. He is definitely one of that. So you think Justin Fields is going to have a big year, or do you? I can feel it. I don't know. Fantasy, eh? We'll see. Um, also, there's kind of a run on star quarterbacks in this league. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow went just ahead of us. Okay. So Let's take a couple phone calls, and then we'll get to what's more likely in advance in of picks, the, uh, the huge way. weekend of uh, preseason football. Big Jose in San Jose, California. You're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, hey. Big Jose? Hey, guys. Greetings from Silicon Valley in San Jose, California. Yo, boy. I just want to let, let you guys know that I'm a, a big fan of the show. Thank you. I stopped listening to the local media. I listen to you guys, and I listen to my Raider uh, broadcast on their uh, Raider app. And I just wanted to say that I uh, appreciate you, Rich, saying that there's a there there with the Raiders. Yeah. I think there is as well. And I don't, I don't see us being... Oh, and four. I mean, first of all, we don't lose to the Broncos. Go back three years. <laughs> we don't lose to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just like, and uh, we usually do pretty well against the Steelers. Last year, well, you know, different quarterback, different situation. It's indoors, different weather, right? And uh, all due respect to Vic Taper, who I love and follow as well, follow you, Rich, on uh, Twitter. Um, Peters, Epps, uh, Shelley. Hobson, I wouldn't call him much of nobody's on the back end, especially with a much improved front defensive four. And uh, by the way, Rich, I'm getting a new hip in October. Love what you do for the Run Rich Run, and I wouldn't mind uh, flying down to L.A. and racing you once I get my new hip done. Okay. Next year. Very good, because I run, I, I run like my hip's been replaced as well. So <laughs> I'll, I'll welcome that. I'll welcome that. Thanks for the call, Big Jose in San Jose. Yeah, I mean, 0-4 would be a total, complete disaster. They have to win that game against Pittsburgh at home. That's their one home game in the first four yeah. weeks. You must win that. Let me look that up. 
The Raiders have won in Denver. Have they? You want to look that one up, Chris? Can you can you can you can you do that for me? I don't know what the tone was there. Because you're one of the slowest Googlers on the planet, that is, man. That, I bet you I can find you, it faster you than you. About? I get you. I can find that faster than you. They won in Denver? Yeah, I can find it faster they than you. They won an overtime last mm, year in Denver, so I beat you there. I, no, I got it right here. I got it. Got I'm going to get this. Just Derek Carr. Last versus... year they won in Denver. Here we go. Two years ago they won in Denver. How about that? Back in 2020, um, they won they in won at Denver. Denver. <laughs> they last lost in Denver in 2019. There you go. That's three in a then row. Then they lost in game in 20 in Denver in 2018, and then they lost in 2017, and then they lost in 2016. And then we start talking about Peyton Manning years. Three in a row. Uh, um, three in a row. Back in 1963, though, <laughs> when Al oh, Davis <laughs> got his first overhead projector. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Dallas, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Al? You're telling me that Del Tufo is quicker than Brockman and Googling? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, he is because Del, because Del Tufo's got a head well, start. He's, Googie, yeah. he's already on Google. He's not listening. He's got, oh, he's got, got, a, got, he's got a running he's head start. Machine. Yeah, he does. He Google he, already. He just has to X oh, out the, the Doug the Pug screen that he's got going. Geez. Oh, my God. I know. Good What's boy, up, Al? What's on your boy. mind? Hey, look, you know, I just, uh, you know, I just did a quick review. I mean, I don't want to be cocky, but yes. the Giants could go 11-7. and seven. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do the win-loss game, Al? Yeah, I mean, I... All right. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, don't let me twist your arm, Al. Just come out and say I want to do the win-loss game. I want to do, do the win-loss game. Here we go. Oh, the free. There we go. Here we go. Come Give me on, NFL Al. Films music. We're going to go again. Let's oh, see how much... Music. Let's see how different it is from uh, Mike in North Carolina. All right. All right. Al's probably like, who's Mike in North Carolina? I got my own graphic. Here we go. All right, Al. Uh, home for the Dallas Cowboys. What do you got? Uh, one and zero. All right, Ooh. that's a win. Come on now. Uh, home uh, at the Arizona Cardinals. Two and zero. At the Niners. Two and one. A home for the Seahawks. Two and two. Ooh, okay. You're different from Mike in North Carolina now. At the Dolphins. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. At ho- excuse me, excuse me. Home for the one. home for the Seahawks. Three and one. All right. Just say win loss. That'll be easier. I'll do the I'll do the math. Uh, at the Dolphins. That's a win. That's a four and one. At the Bills. The loss. That's uh that's four and two. Home for the Commanders. It's a win. Everybody thinks the Commanders are a win. Jake Tapper just started laughing when I said that team <laughs> <laughs> when he did this for the Eagles. <laughs> All right. Uh home for the Jets. What do you got for me, Al? That's a win. Oh, come on. All right. Uh at the Vegas Raiders. That's definitely a one. That's lock of the year. It's lock of the year. (laughs) That's rude. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven and two at the Dallas Cowboys. That's a loss. Seven and three at the Commanders. It's a win. Eight and three. Home for the Patriots. Loss. Uh, I mean, that's uh, okay. That's Uh, that's a win. uh, Nine and three coming out of the bye. Home for the Packers. That's a win. Ten and three at the Saints. See, that's where it gets tricky. So uh, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be a loss. That's understandable. Ten and four at the Eagles on a Monday night. I'm going to say a loss. Ten and five home for the Rams. That's a win. Eleven and five, and then home for the Eagles. That's a that's a that's a. I'll give it a loss. All right. So you're eleven and six. You took different routes than Mike in North Carolina, but. You wound up in the same destination. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know. Okay. I mean, listen, this is a give-or-take league, right? You know, one bounce of the ball, whatever. But, like, I don't see the schedule being brutal. I got it. I, think it's well, I don't like the last two games, two out of the last three being against the Eagles. I think that's Bush. Well, you, you shouldn't like the Jets either. But we'll talk about that another day, Al. Thanks for the call, brother. Thank you, buddy. That's Thank Alan you. Dallas. It's a Friday. It's time for Chris Brockman to have his say before Martin Jarman, the athletic director of UCLA, comes out here on the Rich Eisen Show. It is time for What's More Likely. 
What's more likely? Never say never, but never. Thank you very much, Christopher. What's got uh, What's got you up uh, more, uh, more than likelying right now? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. All right, we mentioned this earlier in the week. I made a note. I saved it. I brought it back. It's first up. Who's more likely to reach their championship game this year? The Georgia Eagles or the Georgia Bulldogs? I'm going to go the Georgia Eagles. Oh. Yeah. Because one team is bringing back their MVP quarterback, who damn near was the MVP of the Super Bowl, as well as almost the MVP of the league. And the other one's breaking in a new quarterback. And they got to take on a team that's got a Georgia period getting ready for them in their practices. Can we talk about how weird that is? So I'll go the Georgia Eagles. Yeah. New quarterback, new time. Stetson Bennett's getting sacked by C.J. Okoye. He's not there. He's not walking through that door. He's not walking through that door. If he did, he'd be over 30. Yes, he would. (laughs) So I'll go there. I'll go there. Kind of agree with you. Uh, NFC North quarterback, more likely to be a sleeper MVP candidate. Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins? Jared Goff, baby. Cousins no sleeper. Cousins was t- had MVP talk middle of the season last year. What are you talking about? Middle of the season last year, people were like going high. He was the higher register MVP. You bet he was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Middle of the season last year, right around before the Cowboys came and curb stomped him 40 to 3. He didn't get any MVP votes last year. I know that for good reason because he didn't finish very strong. Tua barely played and got MVP votes. I'm aware of that. No, he he played 13 games. I'm aware of that. All right. Jared Goff, man. I'm worried about the Lions. You are. I know you are. I don't think you should be. I'm worried about the the bandwagon's too full. Okay. Uh, Running back, more likely uh, in a new home. Running back in their new home, more likely to score more touchdowns this year. Dalvin Cook or Zeke? I'll go Zeke. You know, and I think that's why Ramondre Stevenson is currently still sitting available still in our in our, in our fantasy there. draft in our that takes forever to, to draft. I have no idea. Don't you think five-yard line and oh, he in finally went. that Zeke territory? Don't you think? Yeah, I think Zeke is going to get all the carries inside. And the again, um, yeah. and, and the knee injuries also has a large thing to do with Brees Hall's available to be chosen in a fantasy draft right now. You know, I mean, I have no idea how the division of labor for both of these new running backs and their new teams is going to be divvied up. But one would think, despite Ramondre Stevenson being uh, a Rich Eisen show favorite, thanks to you, TJ Jefferson, and also showing what he can do. Uh, I, don't you think Bill thinks inside the five is Zeke territory? I I, did. I think so. Zeke is getting first team rep carries in practice. Oh, yeah? The last couple of days, according to reports. So I, I think they're high on Zeke. But you, you can never tell with the with the uh, no, you know, no, you never. Know. But if I had to guess, you know, I, I, I'll go with Zeke just because that is his forte is to jam it in there from from the 10 yard line in. But with the Patriots, you never know. Once upon a time, that was Rex Burkhead territory. <laughs> what else, Chris? Good good player. All right, they're playing each other uh, this weekend in the second preseason week. More likely to make a deeper playoff run this year, Lions or Jaguars? Oh, I'll go Lions just to, because, and I think so many of us in the media are using this as a cop-out when you're talking about an NFC team. Of course, the NFC team has a better chance because the AFC is so loaded. But the Jaguars could get could get a, a a very high seed and go on a nice run with two home playoff wins. They could. I'll still go the Lions. I'm on that bandwagon firmly. By the way, I was on that in, in March. Sure. I chose them as my March predicting team. I'm going to do that every year until I'm right. <laughs> until I'm right. <laughs> I certainly wasn't last year. <laughs> That's okay. Or I, I, I'm either going to go. It happens. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to go until I'm right or I'm not very, very wrong. Which way to put it? What's more likely, I'm right or not very, very wrong? Weren't you very, very wrong with the Raiders? 
Yes. Yes. Oh. That's why I'll keep going until I'm not oh, very, very not, wrong. Until you're just very I'm not wrong. saying the Lions are going to oh, prove I me see, right. I see. I, I see. think they'll just prove me to be not very, very, very wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> where, where they might not win the division, but it's not going to be apparent by like friggin' Rosh Hashanah. What day is that? It's usually in September. Got it. We talked to both of these guys. I didn't know uh, anything else. Like recently. back to school. What else could I have said? Oh, That's yeah. August. You stayed on brand. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way for you to say Jewish. <laughs> stayed on brand. That's very funny. Uh, more likely to have the biggest sophomore season breakout. Yes. Two guys we've talked to recently, George Pickens or James Cook. Oh, you know where I'm going here. Steelers play the Bills this week. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going. I mean, you know where I'm going. To the 412. <laughs> I'm going George Pickett. Let's go. He's, I think he's my new uh, man crush. <laughs> We're not going to go to the movies, George. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a bird thing. Kinda, I kind of I kinda like George Pickens getting ready because I don't know what the running back's going to look like in Buffalo. But I know what a game-changing wide receiver can look like in Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go George Pickens. Let's go. George Pickens trying to do the routine things routinely because that's what his He's coach dying. tells him. Here he we can, go. Because he has too much talent. He just needs to do work on the fundamentals. That is it. <laughs> James Cook, I have no idea. Is it Josh Allen just going to be, you know what? Omaha. I'm, I'm I got this it. thing. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I have no idea. It's possible. And plus, they also have Latavius Murray. They also have Damian Harris. And I know they've got Deontay Johnson and they got Najee Harris. I, I, I know that there's other weapons in, in uh, Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Booth. They're not saying boo. They're saying boo. What else? These two teams uh, play in the preseason this weekend. More likely to win their division. Seahawks or Cowboys? <laughs> do, the gonna, right th- do the right I, thing. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say the Cowboys. Okay. Oh. I like their style. I'll say the Cowboys. We just talked to Tyler Ta- Lockett. I, mean, I understand that. You yeah. told him to tell Jackson he... He's your, you're his daddy. Papa <laughs> yeah, I, well, excuse me. I, 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 I told him to oh, tell Jackson Smith, and, Jackson Smith and Jigba to say hello. It's just from dad. Oh, you, you, you can take the leap and say, you know, he should call me daddy. <laughs> New podcast coming to the Rich Eyes. No, that's Network. already taken. I'll go Dallas. <laughs> call me I'll go daddy. Dallas. I'll go Dallas. If Eagles take a step back. Even though I started saying it's more likely that the Georgia Eagles make it, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go there. It's time, TJ. TJ, <laughs> it's time. Yeah, I've been saying that. Da- no, no, it's time for the Dallas Cowboys to, when there's lower expectations, exceed them. I agree. Because it's always been high expectations. Last year, you know. But there's still high expectations. I understand that, but not. I think everyone believes the Eagles are the team that's going to win that division. I bet you when you take a look and the aggregators aggregate everybody's predictions to win divisions, the Eagles will be on nine-tenths of the NFC's predictors. Well, the Eagles sure. have the second-best Super Bowl odds. Okay. But um, after you get rid of the usual suspects of late, Dallas is sixth ahead of the Jets, So ahead of the Ravens. That's It's time. The expectations for the Cowboys are lower. Yeah, which I like. I don't want to hear about it. It's time for that to be exceeded. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> Appreciate it. Bruce Arians chiming in. A young quarterback most likely to keep their job for the whole season. Okay. Sam Howell or Desmond Ritter. Oh, great one, Chris. This is a really, really good one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Mm. it's tough. Mm. Coin flip. I'm not sure. Because I can't say both. I think they're going to stick with both. I really do. What are the the Eagles? I mean, the uh, Falcons. Sorry, I mixed up my birds. Well, the Falcons are just going to say, let's see what, what Heineke, well, Heineke can do. Well, well Heineke is a known. Man. So, it's, you know, Ritter so is Jacoby Brissett. Go, yeah. Oh. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go Ritter. I think Ritter's more likely to keep his job for the whole season. He's got more experience in the system. Arthur Smith is the guy who's brought the system. And plus, who knows how Sam Howell will be able to take 
the very, very mean words from Eric Bieniemy. Ritter might get benched just for laughing at Arthur's mustache. <laughs> As we determined yesterday with Will Compton and his story <laughs> about Arthur Smith offering him a job only for the NFL to prevent him from taking it in a timely fashion. I think that mustache is in protest. <laughs> That's the one right there. <laughs> Putting the banana in the NFC South tailpipe. Arthur Smith. <laughs> All right, last one. Pass your license and registration, <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Uh, more likely, messy goals in the League's Cup final. Yes. Or Ota- whatever it is, I don't care what else you got. Otani home runs this weekend. Yeah, home for the weekend for the weekend. Home great. against home great. against the Rays. Great one. That's home good. against the Rays. Great one. Messy goals. Otani dingers. I wonder what's the favorite cat food of Argentina. <laughs> Let's see if I will they put that, that up. <laughs> will they put that up on the board? Like the Angels do for Japan's number one catcher. Is he a sponsor? I don't think he needs a sponsor. There it is, right there. So (laughs) there's three very hungry cats on that screen right there. Look, my sponsor's below. (laughs) All right. um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Otani home runs. You thought I'd go messy goals, didn't you? I did. I mean, got to figure Messi's going to score twice, right? At least one. Or why can't Otani go yard three times? It starts tonight, though, right? It's a three game. I got three so games three, to you one. You got three games. I got three games three to games two. Three games for Otani. You got now, one for Messi. Would penalty, do pen, penalty kicks that ca- count? That counts. Counts. Well, it's only one. You can only get one of them. Right. But he might also score during the game, during the match. So that's two. I'm gonna, no, I'm, 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 I saw Otani. I see what he can do in front of the cat treat sign. <laughs> He's home, right? In front of the cat treat <laughs> sign? They're home. They're home for Tampa. Oh, that seals it. Kind of a big series. That seals it. All right. Very well done. Hey. Okay. Um, that's what's more likely. Uh, let's take a break and bring out our friend Martin German back here from Westwood here in El Segundo. Next on The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Whenever they uh, have a shot of a head coach. The cutaway. The cutaway. Mm -hmm. We like to guess Mm -hmm. what that individual is like as a stepfather. (laughs) Brockman, who's up first? Who do we have up first here? First up, Alabama head coach, Nick Nick Saban. Nick Saban. What is he? What would taking a look at Nick Saban? Nick Saban is the kind of stepfather that, regardless of how 
different he may seem to you. In every single Christmas card yes. photo, his hair has been the exact same <laughs> since the since he married your mother. He's also the kind of stepfather that wears uh, uh, dress pants and then a you know a, a white tank top undershirt. <laughs> All the time, unless he leaves the house and then he puts on the dress shirt. Former 49er head coach, current Michigan head coach, oh, Jim oh, Harbaugh. Be gentle here. You be having a conversation with him. Mm -hmm. You think it's going really great. Mm -hmm. And then he just all of a sudden gets a look on his face and he goes, what was that? <laughs> and your heart just goes into your throat and you think you've, you, you've said something horribly wrong. And you instantly start thinking about all the things that you could possibly yeah. be getting in trouble sure. for. Do we have Tom Sula? Do we yeah, have we Tom? have a bonus line. Yeah, you got Tom Sula? I've, you got, your oh, this, yeah, I've got this one. What about your current Niner head coach? He is the kind of guy that we, he will be having a conversation with you, and he'll never be looking at you. And uh, he'll be going, how was your day? You got a good day? And you start telling him how your day was. And then he'll always go, hey, honey, what's for dinner? <laughs> No matter what you're talking about, so you'd be can bearing I, can we your try? soul. Can we try? Yeah, you'd be bearing your soul. Yeah. So uh, hold on a minute. So I'm, I'll be I'll be your stepson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how, uh, Richie, how, how was the day? That was great. Uh, Dad, let me tell you about what was going on. Hey, in honey, have you seen the clicker? <laughs> Where's the clicker? <laughs> oh, man. One of my favorites, Colin Hanks. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Just check out Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just simply stop by. He has been the athletic director at UCLA since 2020 after spending some time at Boston College as the AD there. And then... Uh, Two other schools, <laughs> Ohio State and Michigan State. He is UCLA's Martin Jarman back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Martin? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? So you got your good parts from Boston College, right? Like that, like when you make great the great place. decisions for UCLA, like it's a Boston College decision. Great place. And the love, other ones when you're, second, when, when you're second guessing yourself and you're wondering, why would I think that? That's... That's from your experience at Michigan State and Ohio State. No, that's that's from my dad. The good stuff from my mom. The bad, the bad decisions from Very my dad. Very good. Man. Sorry, dad. Very good. Nuts. I love that. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. I'm doing. Uh, so let let me just jump directly right in. Jump directly. Let's in. jump directly right in. You're you're seeing what the Pac-12 is going through right now. What do you think of it, Martin? Uh. When you see this, I have a lot of thoughts about that. What I don't you, know if we have you, enough time. Well, but. what are you what are you willing to share with well, us here? I just think that um, you know, first and foremost, you never want to see um, people in a challenged situation like like some of my colleagues are mm -hmm. now. You know, it's been a great conference, and you know um, that's unfortunate. And at the same time, college athletics is changing so much, and I think that's part of that change. And when you see consolidation, mm -hmm. you see some of the things that are trending. Um, you know, it's just unfortunate that I think that over a number of years um, has led us to this point. Right. And so wh why did, based on what you're seeing, other schools have now followed suit. Obviously, mm -hmm. your UCLA and USC made the move last summer. And you've been kind enough to come on the show after that just to relive it, seeing what's happening right now. Why did UCLA make the move that it made to the Big Ten? Yeah, it's about where college athletics is going. You know, you want to be in a conference uh, that has significant reach. Mm -hmm. You want to be in a conference that has resources, and you want to put your student athletes in positions to be successful. And to do that, you've got to, you've got to, you know, you've got to be with other big brands that are doing great things, and that's what the Big Ten is. And so, from my standpoint, you know, UCLA is all about championships and the student athlete experience. We have the second most national championships in the country, mm -hmm. 121. Which, by the way, we won two last year, and uh, and congratulations! Thank you, sir. You're Appreciate welcome. that. And um, and so when you come to UCLA, you come to get a high level of athletic competition and the number one public institution in the country, academic. So you want to be in that environment where you want to compete against the best, play against the best. And oh, by the way, um, your brand and your platform and the national level of exposure that you get from a conference like the Big Ten is significant. We're in the NIL world also, which is great. But all of those factors uh, contributed to us saying, look, how can we best position our athletic program to be one of strength? And you see, as you've seen in the past year, 
a lot of people are looking at their program and looking at the future and saying, hey, where do we want to be? Mm-hmm. What makes sense? And a lot of people want to be with the Big Ten. And there's a reason for that. Because that conference has great institutions, high academic, high athletic. And um, from a demand standpoint, people want to see good on good. They want to see great competition. And that's what consumers want. And that's why you're seeing what you're seeing. So uh, I've got Martin Jarman, the UCLA athletic director here in studio. So, again, what you're willing to share and have a conversation here in front of everybody. Um, what 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 wound up being the vote of no confidence ultimately in the Pac-12? So this past think? year, we haven't. I haven't been in the room. You have no. Ever. You've been out. I mean, I've but, been out but, ever since we. But obviously, if UCLA and USC had not made the move that it made last year, do you think the Pac-12 would be in the current state that it's in right now? I don't know. That's that's a tough one because I'm not in the room when decisions are made. I think I think in leadership roles, you know, you don't you don't know the shoes that people walk in. You mm-hmm. don't know what kind of decisions or, or what the process is. Yes. So it's just stuff that we read and you can't believe everything you read or hear. What I do know is um, I think over a course of years, there are moments where you can make strategic decisions mm-hmm. and you can go this way, you can go that way. And you've got to get more of them right than wrong. And I think in, in the Pac-12's situation, there were some market things that occurred, but also some decisions that could have been made um, that just didn't go their, their way prior you know? to your tenure and arriving on campus yeah, I, at think I think it's a number of years right um it, it, something just doesn't happen overnight right but but um and some things are out of your control too let me say that um you know you just you just don't know but the one thing i do know in leadership roles you got to be in tune with two things you got to be in tune with the people you serve mm-hmm. how are people feeling about things where are you at and then you also got to be in tune with the marketplace you know what's going on in the market where is it going and um, and and that's those are two significant things that any leader um, has to do. And I think that you know this it's just been a challenging environment for for the conference. All right, one more on the past, and then I want to talk about you know what happens from here. Best everyone's kind of figuring this yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. So the fact that it it it's possible because it sure looks like the Pac twelve, ten, eight, whatever you want to call it from its history mm-hmm. is dissolving it's or it's devolving right now or it's changing it's changing okay. could be evolving or or it could know. be or it could be disappearing and could. so and 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 when you take a look at the records from the history of this conference oh, yeah. yeah it's your school that kind of leads with all due respect to USC and basketball mm-hmm. from UCLA basketball Jackie Robinson, for crying out loud, mm-hmm. went to UCLA. Arthur Ashe. We could keep going on, yeah, right? We could. Like we, we could. could. <laughs> what happens to these records? I mean, has there been some sort of conversation? I, obviously, they're always going to be UCLA's, but you can't talk about them in terms of Big Ten records, right? Like what? What happens? Yeah, you know, we always will keep that and cherish that at UCLA. Right. I mean, obviously, from a conference perspective, though, that I don't know. You know, that's one of those. I've never seen this. You know, you're we're seeing this live happen, right? Right. Um, and we haven't been UCLA haven't been in the conversations or meetings with the Pac-12. So, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. What I do know is you you can't take what has been accomplished away, and we've had great Bruins that have done significant things, not only in the college athletic space, but go on in the world. And that doesn't change just because of a conference shifts or changes its membership. That's always a part of the college athletics and part of UCLA or whatever school that you're representing. Martin Jarman of UCLA Athletics, the AD right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So now that Oregon and Washington are mm-hmm. part of the Big Ten, which just blows my mind. <laughs> it, it really does. You know, like Northwestern and the Big Ten, there's now two schools from the actual Northwest. Well, in it's the Big like Ten. last year when we were here, you know, we were talking right. about us. Yeah, and I know. Now, you know. I was asking if you're getting cold weather gear ready <laughs> right, and stuff like that's that. That's right. That's right. So, so how, again, the first blush thoughts and conversations. Is there going to be like a Western division of the Big Ten, certainly for your travel issues, potentially. Yeah. Is, it, is there going to be something like I don't, that? I don't know. We don't know. We're still having meetings now because, you know, everything happens so fast. Yes. We literally had the football schedule done for 24 and 25, mm-hmm. and now that's going to change because Oregon and Washington are coming in. And by the way, I think this is great that Oregon and Washington are coming in, you know, to have a better West Coast presence, and that allows all of our sports to continue to play Washington and Oregon, two great brands and and uh, they compete at the highest level. 
I think that helps us on the West Coast, quite frankly. So I, I think it's good. We still have to figure that out with the scheduling piece and how the Big Ten is going to look at, um, you know, they'll probably utilize some travel partners. That's something we've talked about. The Big Ten hasn't done that usually before. Pac-12 has. I think you can see that more happening mm-hmm. uh, with some of our sports. But uh, we should be, hopefully we'll get some some clarity on, on football scheduling, those kind of things next couple of weeks so the football schedule that came out and i'm sitting here wondering you know when michigan's coming <laughs> yeah, out we're here. going to the big house so uh, you're gonna come you're uh, gonna ex- get on the team plane so man. when you're saying that in so that's now null and void uh it's gonna change we just don't know yet how because oregon and washington are coming in now no, no, so, I, so we but gotta, you don't know how it's oh gonna yeah change, we don't know how it's gonna change yeah so we have to part have of it might have my, part of it might be still intact, or all of it might still be intact. How, or how about this? What parts do you want to be intact? So we were playing at Michigan. <laughs> nice. you, want, you want your alma mater to come to uh, the Rose I mean, Bowl I, now? I, I, you I want me get, to ask? I can I can ask Tony. I don't want to get on a plane. Tony, I'll ask Tony to. <laughs> I don't want to get on a plane. <laughs> see if we by can the way, get he, that done. he was he was the first. He's great, by the way. He's Tony Petiti has been phenomenal. He's he's excellent. He hired me in 2003. As soon as I left ESPN, he was the second call I got. No way. Yeah to hire me at CBS, so I've known Tony forever. He's wow, a smart, so he's you a, didn't blow up his career. He's clearly, that's correct. As a matter of fact, I would say he's clearly a smart man. He is. He's, he's, he's a is, wise he is man. on it, man. He's a wise man, and obviously you need to have somebody who's well-versed in the television world, since that, since that money does appear to be driving a lot of the decisions that you and your the school it's presidents important. are making right it's now. It's important. All your, all your partnerships are important. Your media partners, donors, sponsors, it all supports that gets the resources to, to give student-athletes the best experience we can and, and compete at a high level. So, what, what about the, if you will, non-major revenue sports? Uh, are you going to have UCLA teams travel all the way to Piscataway and Maryland? And, like, I, it, what's going to happen? How, how is this going to work? Because it sounds like a professional sports league. I'll be straight on so, with you here. So we're going to we, – we don't have any of the schedules yet finalized from the Big Ten. But, from from but any sport. For any sport, right. We're, we're working through that. But, but a couple of the things that we talked through during the process of UCLA and USC joining were principles that we both shared to make it um, a better situation from a travel standpoint. Yes. So, so for example, um, men's soccer last year took four away trips. They're, most of our teams are going to do the same amount of away trips or one less in some instances. So if they had four away trips last year, in their first year in Big Ten competition, they're going to have four, maybe even three. Mm-hmm. Now, the distances are longer, and that's where we got to come in to try to mitigate that. What can we do to, to shorten that time um, on the road? But, but from a travel trip standpoint, if you're taking four trips a year and now you're going to take four or three, that's the same, right? And now with Oregon and Washington, you know, does that impact one less trip to the East Coast? You know, those are all things that we got to talk, talk about and talk through. And then, by the way... You know, we haven't had situations in college athletics many times where you have multi-team events. Um, sometimes in the preseason, you'll have them like softball, baseball. We'll have a tournament where it's a lot of teams. You're going to probably see more of that, not just in the Big Ten, but I think in college athletics where you have multi-team huh. events, the same place, and you knock a couple games out. Yeah. So you're going to do some of that stuff. Like, but, a, like, a, like everybody meets, say, in, yeah. in Indianapolis yeah, or something? something like that. Yeah, there are a couple cities you can do. You can everybody meet in L.A. Chicago. or Arizona or, or Chicago. Obviously. Yeah, and, and um, especially, you're talking about the Big Ten, when, it's, when the weather is a little more challenging in some of the outdoor sports, I can see that now being a West Coast presence. Come on out here. Come on out here. Why what, not? What about the Rose Bowl being an actual Big Ten championship game? Oh, that would be cool. Well, I mean, that would be cool. And you know, a Western division. You that know, could, Tony, you, you you should you should push that. I, I mean, well, no, I, I might have just lost my reservations in Indianapolis <laughs> for the combine, but but that's what I'm sitting here thinking is I'm obviously thinking um, Big Ten teams certainly mm-hmm. for basketball, mm-hmm. a West Coast swing. Yeah, Washington and Oregon, yep. and then both teams here in Los Angeles. Um, and I'm wondering if there's a possibility you point out there's no real maybe East Coast swing since everybody is from the Midwest East mm-hmm. uh, outside of the four schools I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, that you do meet in a spot like Chicago or Indianapolis or something that's more centrally located than, say, the Eastern stand, uh, Seaboard. These are things that are still all being discussed is what you're saying. Absolutely. Right I mean, if you look at the Big Ten, I know they've moved their basketball tournament around. I believe the, the men's basketball tournament is going to be in Minneapolis, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times it's been in Minneapolis. So, 
you know, you've seen the championship game move around, the, the basketball tournament move around. So I, I, I would anticipate that that'll be a, a conversation at some point. But it's exciting. I mean, it's, it's going to be future opponents that we haven't played a lot. Um, but when we have played against Big Ten competitions, we've been successful. And again, I, I know you're an athletic director at a member school, and I'm potentially asking <laughs> a school president, if not Commissioner Petiti, question. But what about Stanford and a fellow UC school in Berkeley yeah. right now? Are they they're they're kind of sitting out there, right there in a major market of the United States of America? Is there a conversation about Big Twenty? Is there you know, making this the big that's, 20? That's a question for Tony. Okay. Um, but what I what I can tell you is yes. you know, both of those are phenomenal institutions. And and I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm hoping that they land in a great spot. Uh, we want to continue at UCLA. We want to keep playing them. I've told both Stanford and Cal that, that we want to continue that competition. Even if they're out of conference? Right, even if they're out of conference. Um, that's something that's important to us. We have a great history with Cal and with Stanford um, and, and obviously a, a stronger connection with Cal. So that's really important. Um, so they've got to figure that out. You know, they're working through that. I know um, in the realignment space, that, that takes up a lot of time and energy and effort, and it's a lot of phone calls, and it's a lot of strategy. So I know they're in it right now. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they land in a good spot. Well, th- those are my questions on my plate. What's on What's on your plate right now as you're getting set for uh, another football playing season, obviously, and, and everything? Football, else. man. Yeah, it's um, it's an exciting time, you know. We, DTR uh, just played a heck of a game. How last about night. that? He's been playing really well. In the he's preseason. been playing really well. He's he's. I, I watched some of that game against Philadelphia. I think yes. yesterday, right on NFL Network. I on appreciate NFL, your on NFL Network. This is not my only home. But yes. <laughs> yeah, he was making some phenomenal plays in Bruins. We've seen that for for years. Yeah. Chip Kelly made the comment that that we'll have a new starting quarterback for the first time since uh, George H W Bush. You know, because DTR was there <laughs> was there for so long. He man. has been a while. But yeah, he's phenomenal. Charbonnet he's looks pretty sharp Charbonnet up there is in great. Seattle. Uh, Jake Bobo, I saw him okay, make a yeah. couple plays. Like, okay, we got a lot of guys. We got eleven or twelve guys that are that are playing well in camps right now. So, a lot of talent, a lot of talent, man. This is going to be the last UCLA USC game, and and that's not a Big Ten. I just it's going to be weird. I'm sorry. It's like a, it's a big that's a the, Big Ten the, game. The, the that's game like, will still be the same. The passion will still be the same. Oh, I know yeah, that the game will be the same, man. You know, I know. just have a different patch right there. That's it. I got it. I hear yeah. you. So when when are we going to get the scheduling? When are we going to get like, I know this just happened. I understand it. But where this is <laughs> you this want is it a, right now. Yeah, I do. I do. Like, I, I want to know. It can't just be an 18 team mosh pit and the top two teams make the Big Ten championship game. You can't. That can't be that. I don't know. We, right? we haven't had a meeting yet since. Oregon and Washington. We're going to have one, I think, next week. So okay. we'll start talking about these things. Do you want me on the Zoom to make some suggestions? You know, <laughs> I might try to see if we can get you get Just you plugged in. in. Maybe not on the Zoom, but but maybe I can leave the meeting and call you and get your input. No, but he's already, I should start the Zoom. I'll leave. <laughs> and I'll leave. You can kick Rich me out of the Zoom. excuse you from the Zoom. Oh, no, you need a Big Ten guy to just <laughs> kick it all off. A West Coast living Big Ten guy to kick it all off. Just let everyone know. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do something special when we play Michigan. I'll put Gene Smith on mute. Is that wrong? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, rivalry is a rivalry. I understand. Um, you know, <laughs> well, we put him on mute the last two Novembers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Why man. am I dragging Martin into he this? He has nothing to do with this. I got this. nothing to do with that, man. But it's I'm excited coming. about the football season, though. We got, yes. we got, get this. Yes. We got 22 graduates on our football team. Okay. 22 guys that have already got their undergraduate degree. Okay. How about that? So we're mature. Okay. A little older experience. Okay. And then we're going to have some new starters. So it's exciting. Okay. You got your favorite. What's what's the favorite Chip Kelly story you got for me that you can share? Give me one. That story he's told. What do you got? I mean, this is this is a guy. Who, <laughs> a, a 30 for 30 on this guy <laughs> would be outstanding. You got a good one for me? And then I'll... I'll send you back up the 405. You know what? I don't, before I don't, traffic gets crazy on a Friday. I don't know which to pick. Chip Chip is amazing and Chip is funny. Chip is funnier than what people think. Mm-hmm. He's 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 hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I I'll, I'll tell you just this week, earlier this week we had um a donor dinner. It was okay. a football kickoff, 250 people. Sure. And a couple of the f- football student athletes come and and all the coaches, assistant coaches and Chip talked, right? Yes. So I get up there, I open it up, and I'm thinking, like, what am I going to say? And I and I talk about a situation that happened uh, right before I came up to the event. I was in this parking garage on campus, and um, I hear this car behind me just keep starting, keep starting the car, and it's not starting. Mm. 
Engine's not turning. Engine's not turning. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I wish I had some jumper cables to help. But I got to get up here. I don't have any, any jumper cables. And so as I'm walking out of the parking lot, as I get to the steps, all I hear is, Thank you, God. Yes, yes, thank you, God. And then, vroom, and I hear, and I hear an engine. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe that it 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 worked. So I, I like kind of ran back to just see, and I couldn't see him who was in the car. Mm-hmm. But I saw the car like started, and they were like celebrating. So I told this story, and mm-hmm. I said, moral of the story is you got to hang in there. You got to keep going and keep trying, yeah. and it's going to turn for you. You just got to hang in there. Mm-hmm. So. Everybody claps. I get done. So Chip comes up after me, and um, he says, uh, "Boss, where you at?" And I was actually in the back. I was trying to get something mm-hmm. to drink. And he said, um, "What Martin didn't tell you guys is I was in that car. That was me." <laughs> <laughs> and, it was like, and it was hilarious, you know, It'd be just like that. But that's him. He's like, boom, that All was right. him. Did, did, what's Chip driving? What's I don't know. I don't think he was driving what I saw. Okay. I don't think so. But right. he said that was him. All right. But it was great. That's that's Chip right there. Okay. That's Chip Kelly. <laughs> uh, Martin, thanks for the time here. Yeah. I appreciate you uh, you know, coming down here. I got to ask you to come to a game, too, just like you did last year. Yes. Wh- wh- which one? Which one am I coming to? Which one do you want to come to? I don't know. We, we play um, I, uh, Colorado the 28th, oh, October 28th. Prime. Prime. Coach Prime. Okay. Winner. That's like it. That one? Rip That's the it. knob off. I want to see him anyway. <laughs> there oh, yeah. you go. I'll call. He. I won't even tell him I'm coming. <laughs> I won't even tell him I'm coming. Yeah. Because if 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 he fights, we all fight, right? Is that what you said? <laughs> yep. That's what I saw. That's what he okay. Said. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, Martin Jarman. Everybody, the athletic director. Eight eight claps all around for uh, for the UCLA uh, AD right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll wrap up this show and send you on to your weekend in a moment. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Where is Don Draper right now, do you think? Uh, six feet under. You think so? Easily. Come on. He'd be in his 80s, and there ain't no way that guy's getting to his 80s <laughs> without a massive lifestyle shift, uh, which maybe he did at the, end no, of, I mean, uh, at the end of the show, but I don't think that's stuck. I don't think that Zen moment of understanding of anything really stuck. It's uh, that... That leopard is not changing his spots. Yeah, because that gave you the impression that maybe he was about to. Yeah, as he's maybe. At the ashram at the very end there. I think it was more about he just had a really good idea for a commercial. And so you that he did come up with one of I, I thought that was a neat ending. That I, that I did too. I thought it was very poetic and a very nice way to end the show, and and also very cryptic, which which also sort of serves, uh, you know, sticks sticks in the realm of the show's vocabulary anyway so it was very cool i liked it and i love being that guy for as long as i got to do it right i mean because it, it it was born out of the sopranos era yes and it was a very sopranos in a way type anti-hero kind an of situation and also yeah very kind of what's the what does it all mean kind of situation and that's great it's, it's nice to be able to talk about a uh, a show that you like uh, and not have it sort of be spoon fed to you well, I would just, I, I, I'm, I'm sad to hear that you don't think Don Draper could have somehow had some sort of an epiphany, gotten know, his man. act together, gotten off the sauce. I don't know. Lived into his 80s. I don't know. And, I, 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 I hope so. And look, I, again, yeah. I, I root for the best in everyone, but I, I, I don't know about this guy. He's, he was pretty <laughs> damaged. Right. Our entire archive, YouTube archive, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Check it all out. We're back here on the uh, the radio show, everybody. Uh, okay. Um, 
so much to talk about. So little time. We have yeah. three minutes to go. 11.52. Oh, I know exactly. Nice. Good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> On the road All right. Let's uh, wrap up this show right here after a very busy week. Um, we talked about it yesterday. Jim, we talked about it with the Bussin guys. And uh, the day before, you know, when Aaron Rodgers said, talking about his um, level of concern about the lack of protection he's been receiving so far in training camp scrimmages and things of that nature. And he said very low, and he really couldn't do anything about it anyway. You know, he said at this time, right? Basically the guys in front of him, the guys in front of him, and all that business. And I'm like, at that time, like everybody, there's rumors that uh, he's going to want David Bakhtiari. There's one man that's been left behind in Green Bay, one of his BFFs. Speaking of behind... Uh, he's clearly thinking of David Bakhtiari. The Instagram post that he had of him with uh, the, the, uh, his, his new number 17, Garrett Wilson, he put Bakhtiari on his behind, meaning his blind side, his backside. It's the guy is protecting him. Everybody thinks that, you know, there's a, <sighs> there's a goal for Aaron Rodgers and he's going to get it. The problem is, there it is, right there. Right there, it's on his behind. Never really thought that was his way because he, he also loves his 17s and he's giving a shout-out to Devontae Adams. Well, there's one guy who can make this happen, Bakhtiari on the Jets, or prevent it from happening. And it's a guy who doesn't know that Rodgers needs to be FaceTimed. <laughs> Brian Gutekunst. Goody. Aaron Rodgers' personal wet blanket, throwing cold water on it. First of all, we're not going to trade, David, so let's just get that out of the way because I know there's been a little bit of chatter about that, and then it's not going to happen. Uh, but, um, no, I, you know, I think, you know, Dave's a pro's pro. What he went through was tough. It was tough on our football team. It was tough on him. Um, and I think he's really in a good place now, really understanding what, you know, what he needs to do to get ready to play. Um, you know, he was out there, um, I think, in some of these um, – Joint practices that maybe last year he wouldn't have been, so I think you know he he um, he kind of recognizes where we're at and why he needs to be out there, uh, but at the same time I think he knows when it's time when it, when it's really good for him to back off and get ready. And as we get into the season, I think there's a lot of trust with him of what he needs to do to get ready to play. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Jordan Love is the guy there, and if Jordan Love's going to be successful, he needs Dave Bakhtiari. They're not trading him; it ain't happening. But I still believe in the New York Jets the point where I'm about to draft Brees Hall and I just did it. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Because yeah. even if Dalvin Cook is the Zeke, you know what he'll be? The Tony Pollard. Touchdowns from 70 yards out every single time he touches Coming it. off ACL though, Rich. I'm not concerned. He looks great apparently right now. Usually takes like a full year, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Keep all right, I'm going to put this up on Twitter. Who's Same got the better intensity. team through four picks? <laughs> what intensity? Very good. What's the intensity? Don't lose that intensity. Same intensity. Great show, everybody. We're, wrap- we're wrapping on Roku in a moment. 